to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. Okay, welcome back. So we're going to talk this week about mindset and how it is so essential for you to build the mindset of a successful salesperson. So the whole next, however long it's going to take, we're just going to talk about what you need to put in place, why it's so important, what are the traits that successful people have. I'm going to give you some examples of where I've had challenges with my mindset and what I've had to go and do differently, how I bounce back from setups and how you setbacks and how you can ensure that you are doing what you need to do to keep this mindset focused and fresh for every single day, month, week, year we want to focus on because if we don't have it, it's we're going to fail. So, so let me just start by, by talking around sales and, and, and the mindset. And, and, and um, the challenge that people have around sales and selling is they think that sales is all around a natural instinct. People say, oh, he was born with the gift of the gab, or she's got the ability to sell ice to the Eskimos. And they think that sales is this natural, instinctive thing that people have that they have got that suddenly becomes they were born with, and and they've got this ability, and then they've developed it over the course of time, and and suddenly they're brilliant salespeople. And of course, there are natural elements that people have in our characters, our personality styles that make a difference. But most of the successful salespeople I've ever met have had an ability to withstand setbacks and challenges in their life. They've built what I would call an ironclad mindset. And I want to talk about what an ironclad mindset is and how you've got to develop that in your approach to sales and selling if you're going to get the success that you want. And what happens if you don't develop it? And the implications of it mean you should, you know, probably think about even giving up selling. So I'm going to tell you, be honest with you, think of, give up selling or give up being in sales if you can't develop this mindset. If you cannot put yourself in this position where you're able to withstand the challenges that this, that sales and business and life bring, then then think about doing something different. And there's a really diff- there's a person really close to me, and I won't say the name because it's not fair because they might listen to this. But they said to me once, um, probably I was not in once actually, it's probably six months ago, less than six months ago. We're going through a tough time. I hope things get better. I hope life gets better. And I remember saying to that person, or thinking to that person, or thinking, and, and then saying to that person, "Oh my goodness me, you need to change because it isn't going to get better. Life isn't going to get better. It's not going to get easier. You just have to get stronger, and you have to start that with your mindset." So look, let's talk about firstly why it's important. I'm a big believer in your mind programs everything that we do. There are some of the most inspirational people in the world, and I always do an inspirational story at the end of each podcast. And the guy I'm going to talk about today is brilliant. Please just listen just to, to hear the story about this guy and have a look at what he's doing. But your your, your mindset is everything. My, my dad always used to say to me, you program the big computer upstairs in your head. And when you program the big computer upstairs in your head and you tell people, you tell you know, yourself that you're going to do something, then you have a better chance of being able to make that happen. Now, I'm not going to get all woo-woo on you and start thinking, oh, just because you tell yourself you're beautiful, that you know you are. We all have to be aware of our own circumstances. That self-awareness is critical. But if we program our brains to think badly and to think negatively and to think the worst rather than the best, then the reality is we're going to have, I believe, more of a chance of that happening than getting the results that we want. Now, if you're in a sales role or as a business owner, you're trying to sell, 
I'm going to be honest with you, you do not want to fail. I'm 99% sure you do not want to fail because failure as a salesperson means you have to go and find a new job. Uh, you have to go and do something different. You, you have to go and create this new life for yourself, which creates challenges sometimes. And also failure is just not what you want. The success of selling is commission and getting results and serving people and helping people. And it feels much better to get those results. So for me, the first thing is, and also as a business owner, if you fail, you're going out of business and that equates to lost money, lost reputation, you know, loads of things that people don't want. So first thing, everyone wants to succeed. So therefore, if, if we all want to succeed, what we've got to do is say, okay, how are we going to make that happen? What's going to be the factors that are going to enable us to, to do that? And, and I look at things and say, what can I control? So I work on the basis in my life of what can I control? And I try and have this on a, reg a regular basis to, 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 to think. And I urge you to, to, to look at the challenges that are going on in your life right now. And there may be some issues that are going on in your day-to-day -day personal life, in your work life, or whatever else. And, and start to, to think about your mindset based upon what you can control. So if you can't control a situation, by the way, you can't control uh, going home tonight and the, your partner being really angry. You can't control that. You can't go, uh, you can't control going into a sales meeting and the person that you're talking to being absolutely um, angry, angsty, you know, frustrated because they've had a bad day. You can't control that. You can't control um, going out tomorrow and literally being hit by a meteor, okay? Because the reality is that's out of our control. What you can control is what you do and your actions and how you take actions and how you respond to certain situations. And so the first thing I'm going to encourage you to do is to focus on what you can control. And when anything happens and when anything uh, uh, focuses, uh, you know, our, our minds and our day-to-day -day activity on where we're at, it's focused on, could I control that? Can I not control it? And if the answer is you couldn't control it, then don't worry about it because it's not in your path to control. You can't control other people. You can't dictate things to, to, to governments and to other companies and other situations. If you can't control it, why sweat about it? So the first thing I do when I build that mindset is to say, what can I control? What can't I control? The other, the, sec the second part of that then is if I can control something and I can control my reactions, I can control how I behave, I can control what I do. The, the question I've then got to do is to look at then saying, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's causing me to be that way? And most of the time it's because we're either afraid of something, it's fear, or it's because we have some concerns around um, the, the impact something might have for us or because we want to achieve something or we're, we're afraid of a situation or we, 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 we want to make something else happen. So, so I look at then and say, okay, and, and, and how likely is that what I'm doing going to impact where I want to be and what I want to try and do? And we then get back into goals and life setting and we're not going to cover all that today. I've covered that in other podcasts. But the reality is we have to make sure that we set our minds up for the best chance of success. So if I know that I want to achieve something over the course of the next, say, six, three months, or even if I, let's take one of my challenges. When I knew I was going to do one of my challenges, I did a challenge a couple of weeks, a couple of months back. When I wanted to achieve that challenge, the first thing I said in my mindset was, I'm not, I'm going to achieve this. So what did I do? I started to picture achieving the challenge. I started to picture achieving the end result. I started to picture walking through the finish line and getting to that point. And even I know there was a lot of elements of work to get to that point. I have this vision and picture in my mind of, of getting to that, that place. The, the second thing that I also then started to do is I started to then break down 
the, the, the challenge into smaller chunks. So when I was doing, I did the run, I used to go, right, okay, I'm going to do another mile. And then I do another mile. And even when it got to the final eight to eight miles of the 10 mile thing, which I'm running is my biggest thing I hate, I would literally go, right, I'm going to get to the next lamppost. I was running on a main road, right, I'm going to get to the next lamppost. I'm going to get to the next lamppost. And so I broke it down literally bit by bit. So sometimes being in control of situations and knowing what you can control and then being able to break down those elements into small factors is a simple way to then, if you like, build that, that toughness and that mental, mental uh, resilience. But, but the other thing around, the third part of that is also to experience and to know that you're going to go through a bit of toughness and you're going to go through a bit of change. I'm a big believer in, and talk to people a lot about David Goggins, and he talks about something such as in us all, which is our mindset. We have this governor that we talk about. And he, and if you haven't read um, Can't Hurt Me and uh, his latest book, you know, Never Finish It, um, then I would encourage you to read it because they are all about building a, what I would call a rock solid iron class mindset. And the whole concept that he talks about is that we all have this point that when we experience pain, we stop. And he talks about it as being your governor. Most people have, a, you know, when you experience pain, or let's just say they're, you know, let's say you've been out for a run this morning, first time you've been out running, and you ran for, you know, 100 yards, and then you started to feel wheezy and in pain. And most people stop at that, that point. And what he talks around is actually, okay, fair enough. If you're going to stop at that point, it may well be that you've reached your end. But what you then need to do, you need to then do the next day and just try and run an extra 50 yards. So I set this challenge to you. If you're, if you're in that position and you're feeling pain of something, just try and go a little bit more than you did before. So if you were, you know, if you're lifting, if, you know, if you're in a, you know, in a, in a position where you're doing any sport or any hobby that you're doing and you're failing at something, just try and do that one more. Try and do that other activity to sort of get you past that point that you were at. And failure comes is, is a natural part of us growing and us developing and failure actually helps us become stronger as individuals but if we start focusing on the failure and what we, we you know we, we never get past that governor point and what Goggins talks about is actually he gets his mind to a position where he's so strong that whatever pain is thrown at him he's able to deal with it now he's a unique character in what he does but the, the concept is he's built his mindset so much that his brain is able to cope with whatever gets thrown at him. Now, if I look at my, you know, you look at people that have got, you know, you know, any, let's say, on in a working, you know, working job, for example, someone's working on construction, their hands might show calluses, for example, because they've been lifting bricks or doing things that literally require manual labour. Th those hands didn't become like that from the first moment they did it. It did it because they were doing that thing time and time and time again. And he talks about our mindset being in the same position. We've got to continually push our mind and continually push ourselves at certain points so that we can actually be in a position where we go another percent forward, another percent. And if you imagine, let's say, at, you know, 10%, you stop at, you know, let's say you're doing that run and you stop at, you know, one mile. If the next day, and let's say you commit to yourself, I'm going to make sure I do te you know, 10 runs over 10 days, but you do the next day 1.1 miles, and then the next day you say, no, I'm going to beat that. Even though I'm tired, I'm going to do to 1.2 miles. Guess what? By the end of the 10th day, you'll have done another 10, which means you've done two miles. So you've doubled what you did before. And that ability for your brain to progress and process the fact that you're continuing to push yourself that little bit more every day, that little bit more, is going to be a massive, massive factor in creating a a resilient mindset that you need to have. So, so what I would encourage you to do is look at those simple traits, look at those elements. What can you control in the situation? And if you can't control it, so don't worry about it. But if you can control it, great. Look at how you can then 
adjust what you can do in order to get the right result. Focus on the vision of what you want to achieve, the end goal, but then break that goal down into some smaller chunks. And then focus on, even if you're doing that, let's say you want to write a book. And let's say you want, and by the way, that's one of the things I'm trying to do and be disciplined with at the moment as well. If you say to yourself, right, I need an hour of writing per day, but an hour seems too difficult. Okay, just say to yourself, I'm going to write for five minutes. No description, I'm going to write for five minutes. And then the next day, you say, I'm going to write for six minutes and then seven minutes. And guess what? In 30 days, you're probably then writing for 45 minutes a day. So by putting smaller elements in place, you're going to be able to create that your mind and your bro- your body programs. We build the habits that we need that are going to enable us to achieve the, the success that we want. And what good people and successful people do is they're able to build the habits that they can control that and over them enable them to then overcome the challenges and the issues that that, that, that people face. So look, mindset is a difficult thing to to think about. But I also am going to say to you one other thing around mindset, which is key. And that's that you've got to go through a bit of shit. So very rarely are you going to build a successful mindset by everything being perfect all the time. Some of the most challenging moments of my life have been when I owed lots of money to the government and on personal credit. I did a podcast on this. I owed £120,000 on credit cards. I had the phones companies, the companies ringing me up all the time. I was literally at a point where I was feeling like lower than a snake's belly, right? I was low as I could be. But I came through it. So now, when I look at challenges and issues now, I look and go, well, it can't be any worse than what it was. So I'm not worried about it. So in a sales situation, what does that mean? That might mean that you're, you know, you've been to a meeting where you presented really badly, or you've had a deal that you've been working on for a long time that's now gone south and you've lost it, or uh, you know, you had a commission check that you'd spent and then the buyer said, you know, they don't want to go forward. So what something's happened to actually create a problem or a challenge. And I'm going to say to you that those are good for you. Those are good things to happen. Because what they do is if if you have the the right mindset is to say, okay, I want to make sure that doesn't happen again. I want to learn from that. I want to be able to look at what I can control in that situation to stop that from happening again. Sometimes pain hurts, but teaches us a good lesson. You know, you always get taught actually, you know, by, by people, would you put your hand in the fire to see if it's hot? No, you wouldn't. But sometimes if you do touch something hot, you realize, wow, I don't want to do that again. So building that, that pain, going through that challenge and going through those issues is a good thing in some cases. Not, of course, it may not feel it at the time, but it builds that strength and character. And most of the successful people that, that I know have had those challenges. They've had those issues. They've had those times. And they've used that setback to actually propel them forward and to create this this resilience that they can then do and move on to things. Now, I'm aware, of course, that you know sometimes those resilience things can set you back, and it can mean that you actually go backwards and 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 think I can't do something and I can't fail. That's all right. I, I'm going to fail and I'm not going to achieve stuff, and it creates this 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 challenge in our in in our minds that we, we're failures rather than successes. But if you can also see the fact that if you go carry back onto your plans and your goals and the missions that you have for what you want to achieve, and we've all got things that we want to do in our lives, let those setbacks be a bit of fuel for you. Let those 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 things that have stopped you from achieving things be fuel to help you to help you grow and to and and use them. Sometimes I even encourage people to print out you know a, 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 a piece of paper that has you fail because of this situation and use that as your motivation to then go and say I'm not going to go through that again. I don't want to experience that pain again. I don't want to experience that challenge. So so. Accept that the challenges are going to be there. Accept that they're going to be part of the process. But 
how do you then bounce back from setbacks? And one of the other key things that people will you know, often say to me is, well, how do you bounce back? From, how did you bounce back from those tough moments? And the honest answer is I go back to very, very core basics and core values of what, you know, and for want of a better phrase, Maslow's hierarchy of needs talks around, well, I need my, I need to be alive. I need some shelter. I need some food and I need some basics, right? And I ask a question. Here's a really interesting question that I ask people and I ask it to my clients and I'm going to ask it to you now. If you lost everything in the world, if you absolutely lost everything in the world, everything you've got, you'd lost and you were, um, you, but you'd managed to, you know, ask a friend or a family member if you could sleep on their sofa for a, for a couple of weeks or a couple of days and maybe a spare bedroom, but literally you lost everything, you had nothing. What would you do? And I ask my clients that a lot of the time. I say to them, what would you do? And what would you do if you lost everything and nothing with you, but what would you do? And most of them say to me, well, I'd start a job doing what I'm doing now. Great. Okay. So in other words, now we've found what your passion is. Remember that you can't, you can take away, you know, lots of things, material things and, and things that you've got in your, in your life, such as cars and houses and laptops and clothes and whatever else, but you can't take away the learnings that you've got in your brain and what you've, you've been programmed and what you've experienced and those things that you've, you've experienced are the most important things. And when I, and when people say to me, Oh, well, that's what I would do. I'd go back to do what I'm going to do. Then I know it's their calling. It's their vocation. It's what they want to do is what they, it's what matters to them. So my question to you is what's the worst that can happen? If that happened, what would you do? How would you come back from it? Now you could go one way and decide to be on the streets and, um, and to, 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 to fall into you know, drugs or alcohol or other things that are addictions that are going to cause challenges. And I get that. And I understand why that happens in lots of cases, but I don't think a lot of those people that are in that position want to be in that position. There's just circumstances. They've let circumstances, external circumstances, unfortunately control them. And what we've got to try and do is be in a position where we take control of that situation, take control of our lives, take control of our minds and program our brains to, to be in a position where we, we, we don't let those things happen. And there's a brilliant, um, interesting guy called Brian Johnson, who in, I really, you know, again, have a look at it. He's a guy, he's 45, very successful, and he's focused his life now on being able to try and live and live longer. And he actually even says that, you know, he's stopped his brain, his mind from doing things because our mind wanders and does other things. He's got now a team of scientists that create an algorithm that literally program him to do certain things at a point in time so he can try and reduce his age. Have a look from Brian Johnson. I'll put a link in the note, show notes. And he's quite incredible what he's doing. Now, I wouldn't, it's not for me. It's not what I would want to do. But his purpose in life is to try and avoid death. And he's built a team of people to be able to do that. But a lot of it comes from the fact that he, he's able to, to control his mind. He's, he's put his mind out of it and he understands that his mind can sometimes be a challenge for him. So we've got to program our mind and we, the mind is going to play tricks on us. But if we actually be, are in a position where we can understand the impact and power it has on, on, on what direction we have, he, he's now so positive about his mission, what he's going to achieve, he's prepared to, you know, he eats his last meal of the day at 11.30 and goes to bed at 8.30 every night because his mission is so strong. His mind has been, for whatever better phrase, programmed by what he wants to achieve. So really just consider about what you want to achieve and, and the successes you want. I don't think anyone wants failure. I don't think anyone wants to feel, feel poor and unloved and homeless. We, we want the basics of life in, 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 good, in good ways, but we also want to achieve to feel good about ourselves and to, and to make an impact on the world. So go back to what you want to achieve, your vision, 
And when you open those setbacks, just take that time back and say, why are you doing what you're doing? What really matters in your life? And when I have my setbacks, I get back and say my health, my family, the people that are in my life, the things that me feeling you know, happy and content around what I want to do matters more so than, than necessarily anything else. And generally, when I feel like that, I go to the places that are free. I don't go to have to go to a posh hotel. I go to the beach or I go to nature or I go to the places that absolutely re-energize me. So I'm going to encourage you to do that same thing. When you have a setback, take some time away from it. Take some time out. Go and have a walk on, uh, you know, if you can, in a park or in a quiet space and just consider, just think, write down some notes. What's caused that to happen? What didn't you do? Look in the mirror and say, what could you have done differently? Did you give up too easily? Did you change something that you could have done? What, what made that happen? So just look at your setbacks and, and reflect and, and remember that that moment also doesn't define you as a person. What defines you is actually what you do from that moment. So are you in a position where you're going to let that situation or that, that circumstance, that failed sales lead, that customer that told you you were an idiot to define you, or are you going to actually use it as fuel to then take you to the next stage? And I was doing some training with a company a couple of weeks ago with where they have people that go on the door sales, you know, door-to-door sales, which is, is a tough gig. And they are literally in a position where you know, they get people being quite nasty and quite angsty with them on the phone, on, on the door. It's, it's hard. But I've said to them, if you let that person dictate what you're doing to the next person, you're going to fail. Whereas if you say, hey, that door's shut, no problems at all. I'm going to go to the next person and this person may say no to me, but hey, I think they're going to say yes and give that positivity and that mindset and, and build that resilience. You're going, to, you're going to achieve incredible things. And a little thing you can do sometimes in sales to turn that on its head is, Give yourself a little reward to get to 10 no's. So sometimes I will actually say to myself, right, I'm looking over the course of the next, you know, the next month to get 10 people to tell me no. And my target is achieved when I've had 10 no's. So in other words, yes, even though I want yeses, of course, and people to move forward, I will actually turn on its head and make the target, the goal, the mini achievement, and mini achievements, like I said, with that run, I look for the next lamppost. In sales, those mini achievements might be, I'm going to send 10 emails and I want, you know, someone to reply back to me, or I'm looking for 10 people to say no. So Sometimes you can turn it on its head and, and give yourself that chance to actually achieve something and, 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 and make yourself realize that that's not going to define you. That reply, that person on the door isn't going to define you. What defines you is having this ability to go to the next stage and keep going because it's in line with your vision and what you're trying to achieve. And ultimately, go back to that thing I said about Goggins, it's we know we have to keep going through that little bits of pain to then build that resilience to come up the other side. And the final thing I'm going to talk about about mindset is this, and it's a really important mindset to, to have if you can and, and, to, and to build. But it's it's something also people always talk about, you know, oh, I'm not sure if I've got that. But it's that persistence, that ability to never give up. And when I do my challenges, and again, if you've watched any of the videos of me on doing my challenges, I, I struggle like heck, heck with them. I absolutely do struggle. You know, the running is the bit that kills me. I'm not very good at it but I won't give up. I won't give up. I know that I'm going to make it through to that next point. And I, I sort of tell myself on a program, my brain, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. I even you know, said to people, I'd have to have, you know, even if my legs were you know, broken, I'd still want to crawl to make it happen. And I'm not quite sure why I've built that mindset, but I have, and it will make me go, even if it takes hours and hours and hours, I'm going to do it. And when you tell yourself and you, you build yourself that momentum of I'm going to achieve this, I'm not going to give up, I can do this and, and look for those small progresses every day, um, you're going to be in a position to, to achieve what you want to and build this, this rock solid mindset that can help you um, achieve anything you want. So 
I've not really talked a lot about sales today, but I actually have talked about things that I think are critical for successful selling. If you think you can, you will. If you go into a sales conversation thinking that you won't and that you're a failure and that you're going through tough times and you're not very good, the chances are it will come off, it will feed, you know, the prospects you work with, it will feed, they'll sense those things and notice that in you. But if you go into it thinking, this is a fresh opportunity to meet someone, it's a fresh opportunity to do something, I can control what I do. I can't control what they're going to do, but I can control how I react and how I respond. And think about those steps, you know, the stages of, I'm going to try and do one small thing that's going to move that forward. It, it moves you forward. You know, the, British Cycling, if you ever look at the results that British Cycling had and, and Dave Brailsford and the, the people that the, when they won lots of Olympic medals, they used the thing, and I, and I won't cover it off in this, you know, fully in this session. I might do it in a separate podcast called Marginal Gains. And what Marginal Gains was is actually, if I want to achieve 1%, I've got to get 10 lots of 0.1% to make that happen. And that's the way to look at the way you've got to think about your mindset. The challenge that you've got today, that setback can hurt you or actually can it move you forward? Can you, can it build that bit more resilience, that bit more challenge to enable you to then go forward? forward and, and tackle the next challenge. And, you ha- and, and, and I say to people all the time, you have a choice. There's a phrase that I use. I have a, a, some, some little chips and these casino chips, which I've used in previous called eat or be eaten. And you have a choice. And you have a choice as to whether you get eaten up by the world. So are you going to be, is the world going to, is, is the situation, is life going to eat you up? Okay. And literally be, you're going to be eaten by everything because they will. There will be people and the governments and everyone will eat you, eat, will, will eat you up all day long. Or are you going to eat? Are you going to decide to take control and put your own destiny and what you want to achieve into your own hands? And I think in my, in my, the mindset element is around saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to eat. I'm going to put stuff in my control. It doesn't mean macho. It doesn't mean I'm going to be this rah, 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 and I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be an sort to everyone. But what it means is I'm going to take control of me. I'm going to, I can't control other people. I'm going to understand that setbacks can sometimes be good for me. I'm going to understand that actually when it happens, they're going to give me a learning that I can focus on. And it's not going to stop me from achieving my vision or my goal of what I want to achieve. And providing that you're not hurting other people in that, then good luck to that goal and a good best wishes with it. Because if you've got that dream, that goal, that plan, don't let anything stop you making it happen. So those are my um, tips on mindset. I love mindset. I think it's it's critical building that rock solid mindset. If that's what I've had to do in tough times, it's what I know a lot of the most successful people I know have had tough moments. There's a great quote, and I'll even put it if I can from Lev Yashin, who who um, was one of the early founders of PayPal, and it says, "My first business was a failure. My second business was wasn't very good. It was a bit of a failure. My third business didn't do very well. My fourth business wasn't very good either. But my fifth business was PayPal, and everyone knows that PayPal was sold for millions of pounds and whatever else, and he was a success. But he basically said the first four failures basically helped him become that success. So he had the mindset to keep going. He wanted to achieve. He wasn't going to stop. James Dyson, the guy that, you know, million, multi-billionaire, I think it was 240. I think it might be maybe more than that times that his prototype for the vacuum cleaner failed, but he had a vision of what he wanted to achieve. And he let, he didn't let those setbacks affect him. He said, right, what can I tweak and adjust and, and amend to get to the next stage? And if you can build that simple mindset of, Nothing's going to, you know, what you can control, control what you can control, take actions to do with the things you need to do, push yourself that little bit more, that little bit, tiny bit more per day, that bit more to, to build something off from where you were yesterday and be in a position where you, you take the positives and the negatives. You're going to develop a rock solid mindset that's going to hopefully give you the best chance of achieving what you want.
So that's my 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 message for you. I'm not sure how long we've took with the podcast. Apologies if I've rambled on a little bit on this, but it's an area I feel passionate about. And to give you an example of the story um, that I'm going to share today, the inspirational story is a guy called Ross Cook. So have a little look for Ross Cook. He's actually his Instagram, I think, is called the Hardest Geezer, and he's a guy, uh, a, a wonderful guy. I love watching his his, his social media content. He's becoming. Um, he wants to become the first person to go back to that vision to run the full length of Africa. So he's literally started at the bottom and is running the full length of Africa. And if you watch his, um, I've watched a couple of videos of him recently where he's had some illness issues and some, he's been sick and whatever else, but he's got this vision in mind of what he wants to achieve. And I'll be blunt with you. And I hope God forbid it never happens, but unless something happens to him terribly where something ha- you know, someone does something to him, whatever, he will complete that because his vision is so, com- is so compelling. And that sort of story, when I read it, have a look at his content, we'll put some links in there, have a look at it. He's got a vision of what he's going to do. He's had setbacks, he's having issues, but he's built this rock solid mindset that's going to enable him to go forward, do the same thing in what you do, and you're going to be able to achieve anything you want to and become the success that you, uh, as a salesperson or business owner, that you, you're looking for as well. So um, build that mindset, build that resilience. Remember, it's not going to last forever. Remember to break down those challenges into or those issues into smaller chunks. Learn from what you can. And if you do that, you're going to be in a good place. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.